Alrighty. Alrighty, we're back. We're back. Welcome to another episode of Fill Your Cup with Serna Stoss and Jackie Shamas. And we're so excited about this episode because it's a fun one, you guys. It's we're calling it the hot seat. Um, we're trying to give it a name because we want to make Spilling it a series. Tea. Spilling tea. We're asking each other questions. She has no idea. We're going to both answer them, but she has no idea what I'm going to ask her. I have no idea what she's going to ask me. Yeah. I tried to um, make her tell me and she physically No, wanted. I said, I'm not telling you. I yeah. want to put you on the spot. And then I tried to make her feel bad for me right before. I'm like, I need to know. And she's <laughs> like, no, prepared. no, no. So I'm going to start. With we're one of my questions, we're it. going straight into it. We're not wasting any time here. So we're going to do one and one. One and one. But you'll answer it. I'll answer yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm we're going to start off light. Oh, okay. What good. are three things you truly love about yourself? That's such a cute one. I love that. Okay. I love how I'm like quickly getting into it as if I know what... Um, but I think one of the things that I really love about myself that's gotten me in trouble before, but I think that I've made, I would rather be like this. I think I'm a very empathetic person. Yeah. I think that I will literally take someone's feelings, make them my own and really go through it with someone. And I struggled with it because I think that I sometimes it's too much on me. Like I'm literally taking someone else's life and their issues and making them mine. But it's because I love so hard. So that's one of them. Um, another one is, I think I have a good sense of humor. You do. <laughs> I think that, I love your humor. Yeah. I think it's very like, it's more like a masculine sense of humor, like in that sense. But I think growing up in sports and everything, that's kind of why, but I do love my sense of humor. And I want to say one of the favorite things about me that I love is my smile. I love your smile. I love you. But I've grown a lot. I used to hate it. And I think that's why it's so like, I love it now because I used to be so insecure about myself. I can't believe you were ever insecure about it. Yeah, I was because I had a lot of like teeth issues. Oh. <laughs> and then, and then I, I kind of, I think now I'm super, I love my smile. So I love your smile. Yeah. And I want to hear yours. Okay. Um, I would say number one, I love my bubbly personality. I think I'm very easy to talk to and just personable. You are literally like everyone who talks to you. It's like she gives the best advice and the most detailed and she listens to every single word you say and she'll remember it. I love you. Thank yeah. you. I would say another thing for me is I have a really good memory and I've started to realize that I really listen. Yeah. So even yesterday or two days ago, I was on the phone with Rachel Cohen, my friend, and she brought up someone and I go, is that the person you went on a hike with a year ago? And she's like, how do you remember that? Rachel and probably didn't even remember she, No, that. but for yeah. real, I have a really good memory and I really listen and I yeah. love that. And I think number three, I love how organized and like clean I am. Oh my God. And I definitely got it from my mom, but I, I love that about myself because yeah. I think... I don't know. Yeah, it's no, just, you are. You're very, and it transfers over into life too. Yes. Like very she's, Marie the organized, she's the organized one. And I'm like always chaotic walking <laughs> <No>. in. <laughs> no, I am. And she's like, Serna, what? And I'm like, I literally like crashed into here like, like a tsunami walking in. Like, and then she always laughs at me because I was at dinner last night and I had a little bit of a late night, but not crazy. And she's like, Serna, you literally can walk in like two hours. And Jackie's always like, 
perfection hair to perfection I have like one eyebrow in the air <laughs> no the thing about her is and I tell her this that I love about you is you can sleep one hour and the next day it's like she's she had a full night of sleep she'll yeah, be like I, I didn't sleep last night and it's a full night of sleep yeah, so but Jackie is the and you and I think that like your routine too I love my I'm a very routine oriented yeah. person and it, it's great but sometimes it does backfire whoever she marries we always talk about needs to balance her out because he can't have a routine no because then it's gonna be military camp. I can't have someone waking up at 6 a.m. He needs to wake up later. No. Yeah. Okay, do you want to yeah. ask a question? Mine's a little deeper. Oh, okay. I like deep. That was that was intro. Yes, okay. that was intro. So here we go. Now <laughs> let's get into it. You know that Barbara Walters thing? Uh it's like this meme that goes, Me on a first date. How much money do you make? What do you think? <laughs> like yes. that's me. That's me. Okay. So I think when I really thought about this, I think I think about like our lives and kind of like what we've gone through and just overall and where it stems from. Okay. And I want to ask you, what was one of the lowest moments for you that shaped your life now big picture? And how did that transfer into relationships? Oh, my gosh. Like how do some of your I guess the way I want to word it, how do some of your maybe insecurities in life, how do they affect, how do you see them now looking back, how they affected your relationships? Okay. I know the answer. I think I, I've talked about this plenty, but I, I had a, a very intense eating disorder. I'm still healing my relationship with food and exercise and my self image and my body and how I feel about it. And I think that has affected my relationships because Sometimes I feel like I'm not worthy of certain people or, um, you know, I think I even told that to someone once when I, that I dated that I was like, sometimes I feel like I'm not worthy of things because of yeah. my size. And, and I, I don't, and just because I've been brainwashed to believe that I'm not good enough. Yeah. And um, uh, can, can I use the example? Because this is what I yeah. remembered if you do want to talk yeah. about it, but of your, um, one of your dates yeah, and how he was talking about how yeah. he got catfished of the size of some girl that he went on a date with. Yes. And then you thought he was trying to tell you something yes. when it wasn't at all at about all. you. I think, yeah, there was a date that I went on when he spoke about, he's like, Has, have you ever been catfished? And I said, no. And he goes, well, I did. I went on a date and the girl ended up being a hundred pounds heavier. Which and I started triggering. and I got really triggered because I could tell that weight was important to him. Mm-hmm. Um, but more than that, that it was important for him to have someone who looked a certain way. That's how, what I thought. Yeah. I but don't it know. wasn't that it because wasn't that. he came back after being yeah. like, what are we hanging out? I've been waiting for you yeah. to talk to me. So. so it wasn't that. But I immediately I think that I get triggered easily mm-hmm. and it's affected me. Yeah. I think that's such a big one. And what it like really stems from somewhere. It stems from what I've been through yeah. for sure. Um, what about you? I think one of the things and this is not, I've, I have amazing parents. I have an amazing family. We both do. And, Mm -hmm. but I do, and this is no one's fault. Like I've had such an amazing life and been so blessed, but I think when you are sometimes the younger sister and you're, you know, you kind of always feel like sometimes you take the back seat in things and that there's certain things that like everyone accepts her, expects her to be like the best and the most amazing. And you're kind of just there and also because I wasn't planned. Like, we're 15 months apart. They wanted another kid, but it wasn't, you know. It was so soon. Up. But I think that I always used to think, too, that, like, I was just, like, second choice. And just because 
not because I was a second child, but because I feel like I would always take the back seat, even like myself. I wouldn't, it wasn't my parents or anything, but I felt like I came second. And I think I always feel like people too will leave, like when things get hard. I think that's something that stemmed from my previous relationships, though. I think that really, I have this fear of abandonment. Yeah. And I try to do, and that also transfers over into like, I always try to do, sometimes I can be hyper independent. Like I will not let anyone do anything for me. Mm -hmm. And it gets hard. It really gets hard. And I'm always like, I don't need anyone. I don't care to need anyone, but that's not true. Yeah. I feel like it's so interesting because you have been through experiences where you felt like, you know, were, I wouldn't say people dropped you, but it was kind of just like you were kind of abandoned. And yeah, you have they couldn't, every right. uh, an issue came up, things got a little difficult. And that's why now, even in situations now, I'll say, do you want to just, I will literally, just so I can feel more in control, I'll end it before it's ended. Yeah. And I'll say, let's just drop it. Like, let's just not even, let's call it. It is what it is. And it's like, no, I gotta, things get hard and I have to also be willing to work through them in a productive way. Yeah, that was a really good response. And I love that. I don't know, I got emo about it. No, I think it's, I don't think people realize that a lot of the things they've experienced, and that was just one thing for me and for you. And a lot of things that I've experienced both in relationships and outside of relationships have affected how I've, kind of navigated them yeah and what in the conclusions you draw yeah and what you think like you made I think that we make a scenario in our head of what the other person thinks of us like based on what you went through what the other person thinks of us just because that is and in living untethered he talks about this too all your preferences and all your triggers stem from your childhood on yeah and that is why you get triggered someone else has totally different triggers And it's interesting because I even feel like navigating this recent relationship that you're, you know, in or, you know, going through, um, you have consulted me about things and I've, it's not that I've noticed, but you're like, I know that my past has affected how I feel about this. And I, we go through it together, navigate it together because I have to remind you, like I, he's not like this. I could cry how good you have been about that because it's like, I will literally with tears in my eyes, like be on the phone with Jackie and I'll be like, I just feel like, you know, everyone leaves when it gets hard and I just want to be ahead of it. Yeah. And I'm like, this is not, this is not the same person. But I project it. And then I, you know, I think that you and I also talk about how we will, you, your conclusions and your experiences with someone in the past that have nothing to do with this current person, you will project them onto the relationship. You will end up making them a reality because you are projecting them. Yes, Even if it's not true. Right. So I think that a few of the things that have happened in the current situation, whatever I'm in, is a projection of this last relationship. Right. A thousand percent. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Really good question, Serna. Wow, we got into it. We went straight in. We got right into it. Okay, this is an interesting question. Um... I'm, I don't know. I'm curious to see what you, you say. Have you ever been worried about me? And if so, when? And I think I know what you're going to say. Um, can I? I think I... I, <laughs> I know what you're going to say. I know. <laughs> I don't, am I allowed to say it? Um, I'm, go ahead. 
Uh, I'm not going to be very specific about yeah. it. Yeah. I was, was I in a different city? Yes. Yeah. I knew it, but I'm not going to say this. Okay. Um, okay. so she was seeing someone and it was very on and off and she, they had, they hung out a lot when he would be in Miami and just, you know, it was usually like a Miami thing. And this is, I think right after you guys had that little like break or start. Yes, it was right yeah, after. It was right after. So they kind of started like <gasps> hanging out again. And she went to another city because she was going to be there anyway. Yes. And I remember it was like this whole anxiety if they were going to, you know, hang- and it wasn't just about the hanging out. It was like, I think the full, the full situation. And especially after that break gave her anxiety. Yeah. And I saw her at this ang- I remember I was, she did a video on TikTok and I also saw her on FaceTime and her face was just straight. Yeah. Like, and she was, we were texting and she was just like this anxious, like pit in her stomach feeling. And I knew it wasn't good. And I was just trying to be, I remember I could cry, but the look on your face was just like, it was the most concerned I've been about you because you were so drained. It looked like you just got out of like rehab. So it was something I think that affected you. And I think that it was, I think it was a whole mix of things that played into it. And it was a mix of all the past insecurities you had in that relationship that got brought up. And then I think that again, I think that with that city, you being there too, it will trigger some old emotions, Mm -hmm. but you really work through them. I did. You know, it's interesting. And you said this in one of our first episodes is that time I knew we were going to have a conversation and it was either going to be make or break, make or break. And I obviously was hoping for the best and I'm not me with my pinky up. (laughs) I was hoping for the best and, but my body knew it was ending. And I just did a video about this, but your body knows before your mind catches up. Yeah. And I think that you were trying to process that your body was telling you, you were trying to process it, but you were fight. your ego was fighting. Yes. My ego was fighting it. So yeah. Um, Uh, that was like one of the most, just because, and there's a lot more that I don't think, you know, is necessary to bring up like in terms of feelings and just like the stuff that this person put her through that like really just, I don't think should have been done. But, Mm -hmm. and I think that that really took her to a place where I think all of your old insecurities also came up Yeah, and just feeling of anyone that makes you feel unworthy. Mm -hmm. And it was crazy because it would like, he would make you feel so good and then you would come back down. Yeah. And that was like this high and low of just emotions and feelings. It was like that toxic up and down. Yeah. So, but you are on the other side and I'm so Amen. proud of you. Um you. I think I don't think I've ever been I'm trying to think like super worried. Mm-hmm. The only thing is I think when I found out some things about the last relationship and like some things he did, um I got a little worried cuz I wouldn't ever want you to do that. Yeah. I was a very it like is very hard to even talk about, but it's a lot of substance abuse mm-hmm. issues right. and it was putting me, I remember there was one situation where like it was, where it was like putting Serna's life at risk. Yes. And I think that was one of the most traumatic things that happened to me. And that was the first time that Jackie 
was like, I'm really concerned yeah. that like that happened and it was hard. It was traumatizing. And I think that that's something I try to suppress mm-hmm. because it's just, it's crazy. And then I, I think I remember the golf cart thing too. Right. I, it was, I don't want to get into it, but yeah. I think that I uncovered, I discovered a lot of things that I really would have never thought. Yeah. And, and something that I kept quiet and something that, and I think, and I was protecting me if him. I'm wrong. Do you, do you think, cause obviously you knew before for a while before you told me, were you worried to tell me knowing how I feel about that? Yes. Yes. I didn't. I knew it was wrong. I knew it wasn't good. And I think I was trying to cling on to that last little bit of hope and not like, like smear him in your eyes. Right. Like make him make you hate him. Yeah. Because you're forgiving, but that is so hard to get past. It is. And my sister saw it later. Everyone around me saw it. You saw it. You and Sarah, I think were so concerned that it was like for my life. You know what it is? I just think that you are who you hang out with. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you get influenced just based off of who you, you know, maybe let's, you know, it's just how it is. But that's why this time around, I think that I really cut, I was able to cut it off so quickly. I'm not there. I'm not going to let anyone pull me down. I'm such an, I'm in such an amazing place career wise. All my relationships in my life, like have never been better. And I think both you and I, in that sense, like you too, you were able to walk away because it was chipping away at you so much. Yeah, a thousand percent. So that's so big. I want to see what else. I'm so proud I of us. I love, this is a great conversation. Okay. This, I love it. Oh God, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm what are non-negotiables in your next partner that you tolerated before? That is a really good one. Yeah. Non-negotiables prioritizing me. I am yes. a priority. I know everyone's busy. Everyone has crazy schedules. If you want to make it work, you will make it work. Mm-hmm. If you want to see me, you will see me. That is a non-negotiable for yes. me. I love that. A non-negotiable for me is, um, Ooh, that was like such a that was a that was like a, 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 go, a an big important one. one. Yeah. I think I also really value consistency. That is our word of the year. Yeah, it really consistent consistency like and stability. Yeah, consistency and stability. Yeah, those are two things for me. Like, I need someone who's going to be consistent. Who's going to not that but not just like once in a while is is going to show up for me every when it's day. Convenient. Yeah, and I also think a non negotiable for me is. And this is just something that I've navigated just with having a platform and I'm, I'm not like, you know, but, under, no, but you do, but yeah. you know, like I have this social media platform where I, I choose to speak about certain things and being able to accept that and, yeah. and support that is really, I don't think I've ever dealt with any issue with that yeah. yet, Yeah. but, um, that not is making you feel weird like about weird it, weird about yeah. it or oh, that maybe that's too much. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. Listen, in the days of, and everyone's able to do what they're, what they want to do in the days of only fans of, yes. All over. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. Everyone chooses their own path, but this is not the time to be judging someone over a platform like that's especially helpful, helping people. Yes. It's one thing if you're doing things that are, are, for, are destructive. Yes. And are destructive to others, then I don't think that that's something you should support your friend or your person you're with doing that. But 
I agree. I think, and your platform has been so important for so many people. What about you? Oh, so I was going to like pull out her list of like, I'm like, listen up guys. Um, okay. So consistency and stability was a big one. So I think, but on top of that, what has been so big for me is communication and showing up when you say you're going to show up. That is so, yes. Because the amount of people that have whipped me around being like, let's get dinner, uh, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, just kidding. Let's do tomorrow. Let's do tomorrow. And and I won't tolerate that anymore. But showing up when you say you're going to show up, um, being able to work through issues, not like if someone disappears now when a conflict comes up, they're not for me. I can't like, how are you going to, if in the long run, how are you going to handle the bigger issues in life? But that's another thing that they also talk about is the dating culture now. It's making it easy to break up because of the dating apps, the Instagrams. Like you have everything at your disposal right away. So you break up with someone, case in point, my last relationship, found someone the same night. Right. Like that's what's you can't, you're not able to work through things. So I think showing up when you say you're going to show up, um, being, being kind of sticking to your word. Mm-hmm. and not following, I am going to take is this to my grave, it. not following Instagram models and like just anyone because, and I saw this video the other day, that is a form of cheating. Like that is because you're trying, you can't just look at the photos, but you have to go and like them and follow them. That's trying to send a signal. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think it's, it's disrespectful and it's, yeah. you know, it's just, People see that. And I just don't want to, even if we're just talking or like whatever, like that's just not something like I will, I don't care if someone, if someone thinks that's silly, then that's fine. Like, I don't care. Then you're not for me. Like I, what I see with my parents, what my dad, with my dad, the way he treats my mom, like it would, it's something that I just don't tolerate. I don't think is important. I don't, I think you're trying to send a signal. If you're, there's a difference between like being respectful. I'm not saying there's plenty of beautiful people. Mm -hmm. You can look, you can admire like you can acknowledge but there's a fine line between being disrespectful and being able to just like acknowledge someone that's an attractive person and let me tell you I think it's interesting because I think it's one thing to follow and it's one thing because I'm going to be honest every no I I still don't agree with it but also liking what what are you doing you have a girl you got a girl following and like if this is the thing if it's people you followed before me whatever I'm not saying go through unfollow (laughs) but maybe I am (laughs) but but no just kidding but no but if it's from before whatever I'm not crazy I don't need to like need you to go unfollow but moving forward if we're seeing each other and with we're with each other uh uh-uh no I don't you don't need to be following like provocative it just you know what's or not everyone is allowed to have things that turn them off and that is a turn off to you but and then if that if you if someone following it a hundred percent for both of us but if someone also follow if you are willing to lose me over you following a few accounts then Then we were never going to last it's not meant to be it's not meant to be right ricky there you go. We got a man in the house. We have a man who has a wife and two beautiful, two beautiful children who treats his wife with respect. Yes. And, and, and let me tell you, he actually is a photographer for stunning women. And yes. the way that he is so respectful and goes about that is 
Like he could be any other man probably that we know would be tempted and be disgusting. A thousand percent. He would never. But I know Ricky him. is he like never. my my two girls and my wife. A thousand percent. Um Okay. Are you holding on to something, whether it be sadness, anger, um, anything. Are you holding on to something you need to let go of? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was fast. I'm being honest. I will be. I think that we're being honest. Yeah. I, I don't think I'm perfect. I think that I'm holding on to, I don't want to say it's sadness or anger. I'm holding on to some anxiety. Yeah, that's I, a good one. I think I'm holding on to some anxiety that I'm really trying to work through and be present in the moment. Anxiety is so much about trying to like control the outcome and the situation, even if it's a negative. Like with anxiety, we try to predict the outcome of situations instead of being in the moment. Yeah, I think I'm holding on to some anxiety that I'm really trying to work through and like get to the bottom of where it's stemming from. So that's a big one for me, for sure. What about you? I think that's a good one. I think I'm holding on to two things. I'm holding on to stress. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can tell because my gut, whenever I'm stressed, my gut, I think, you know, I'm obviously starting new things with my career and I'm really excited. I'm really proud of myself. Yeah. But with that comes stress yeah. of now it's, you know, it, I have to make everything work. I'm kind and of it's dealing, all on you. I'm dealing with the legal, the contracts, the invoice, you know, I'm dealing with everything and it's, yeah. it's a lot. And but I think you're handling it way better than past Jackie would have. A thousand. I'm very calm, surprisingly. But today I was like, you know what? I might not be able to come because I need to finish a proposal and yeah. I want to finish it. Yeah. So... That is number one. And I think I'm holding on to, I think I'm a very hopeful person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that like about hope. me. I, I'm holding on to a little bit of hope. Yeah. All, like, Which is, it's good, but that's also good. And it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. I think that, but I think you're being healthy. You're working through things. You're being healthy, but you're not letting that hope consume you. Yes. You know, like it's different if it's running your life and you're sitting there hoping. No, No. I think that it's hope is healthy. And if you kind of like handle it in a, in a healthy way, that's what's important. A thousand percent. I have been a lot deeper than I wanted to. It's same. But I think it's good. I think this is good. This is, we're working through some things. We're getting like emotional. (laughs) We're getting serious. Um, How do you pick yourself up now after difficult situations versus before? And how has it changed? That's a good one. I think I try to hang out with people that lift me up. So for example, if I'm feeling like I'm in a really sad, bad mood, I will either immediately call you or be like, what are you doing? I'm coming over. Yeah. (laughs) Temple Stoss. Temple Stoss. I think back in the day, I would like sulk in my sadness and like put on really sad music and cry it out and close off. I still think, I will be honest... When I'm sad and emotional, I do close off a little bit because I, I kind of let myself grieve. Yeah. But back in the day, I would have just let it go on and on and on and on for weeks. Yeah. yeah. And you would have let it like kind of consume. Like now I think that you really um, work through it right away. And I know you call me, you go, I cried and I'm done. Yeah. I'm like, I'm done. It, it, like you process it and you're not going to yeah. sit there. And I think a lot of us were addicted to feeling bad. Yes. We love self-sabotage. Yeah. It's victim. Victim mentality. What Guess what? You? The world doesn't stop. Um, the world does not stop, baby girl. Before I would do self-destructive things to distract and numb, go out, drink, 
Um, I would do anything to distract myself if something really like if something happened or that was just really hard on me that day or like a breakup or something with a job or whatever, I probably would have been like, let's go out. It's, it's a Sunday night, a perfect time to go out. Like, and I would drag everyone out with me. And now I just, I'm like, I'm sitting my butt down, meditating, reading, journaling, and I'm working through this in a very constructive way. Yeah. Rather than, and I think just also not taking things too seriously. Before I would take things that happened to me very Mm -hmm. seriously. And I would think like my life is over. Yeah. But the one thing that we need to appreciate in life is health. All the love we already have around us, our family and all the things that just make us feel good. Yeah. I think one of the things we've done better this time around is we've become a lot more grateful. So instead of being like, oh, this sucks. Yes, everything, life isn't perfect. There's going to be highs and lows, but we really sit down and we appreciate and we think about the goodness in our lives. So every, it's funny, every... It's fun around every Thanksgiving. For some reason, I start to get really emotional. Yeah. I don't know why. Because it's a big. I, I think, think it's holidays about being just make painful. you emotional because you start to realize. For me personally, I'm like, you know, it's like you see your family with everyone's married and chill. So I get a little emotional. But I always every Thanksgiving sit down and write down an hundred list, a hundred things I'm grateful for. We're gonna do that. Yeah. This Thanksgiving. We're gonna read yeah. them on here. Yeah. We're gonna, <laughs> don't worry. We won't make them long. Maybe we'll do like 50. Yeah, we'll do 50. Um, Well, that was very therapeutic. That was really therapeutic. That was full on therapy. Yeah, we needed it. So we're going to make this a thing. We're going to make it a thing. Think of names. I want like a cool name. Yeah, guys, we need also, we want suggestions if you do think of some names for us. Yeah, I think for the next one, we'll do a question box on our... Yes. Instagram, if you're not following us on Instagram, follow us at fillyourcup.pod. If you know what's good for you. If you know what's good for you, follow us at fillyourcup.pod. Same with TikTok. And if you have any questions you want us to answer on the pod, email us at fillyourcupthepod at gmail.com. That is fillyourcupthepod at gmail.com or DM us. I love it. You're so good at that. <laughs> I would be like, listen, Na-na-na. I have to use my broadcast um, degree well, yes. on something. Yes. Oh my God. Well, we love you guys. Please tune in next week and we'll see you next Monday. Can't wait. Cheers. Cheers.